Hey guys, welcome back to Amazing Adventures with David and Nicole. I am your host, Josh Pressler, and today we are going to talk about Red Rock over in Colorado. Yes, While they're whispering in the background, we're going to throw it over to them, David right, and Nicole. All right, all right. So, uh, so, we're calling this Red Rocks, but to be fair, it is outside of Denver. It is one of the most iconic uh, music venues in the nation. It, it first came, it is an outdoor amphitheater that has been around since the 40s. It is on the western side of Denver, and it first came to my awareness in 1983 when I was uh, 14, 15 years old, becoming a fan of new kinds of music. And the band U2 had been out for a little bit. They weren't what they are soon to be later. But they were pretty big. They had a lot of good, upbeat music, which I liked at the time. And they recorded a live album at Red Rocks and released it later that year. I had the cassette tape. And it was U2 Live at Red Rocks. And some of the live songs were absolutely the best versions of the songs they played. So we had actually been to Denver a couple of times previously when I realized how close Red Rocks was. And we were looking for an opportunity to go there. It was definitely a bucket list item for me. And I made wanted to make this happen. And Nicole and I have a musician group that we are huge fans of. We've seen multiple times and that's group is Michael Franti and Spearhead. Yes. Well, the way this came about that we actually scheduled it is I knew that this was a bucket list item. I knew that this was a bucket list item for you. So, um, I saw a friend of ours post, uh, Villem. I think, uh, posted that he was at Red Rocks for a Gary Clark Jr. concert, I believe. And when I saw that, I was like, oh, huh. I wonder who else. Wait, t correction. Two years ago, when the pandemic, right before the pandemic hit, we found out that Michael Franti had a show going, that was going to happen at Red Rocks, and we said we would go to that. And then the pandemic hit, and they canceled the show, obviously, and we put it on the back burner and forgot about it. But we had targeted going to see because we looked into VIP packages and everything, and then the pandemic canceled it. So we left it behind. Then you were reminded of it. Yeah, so I saw Willem's post, and so I thought, well, let me see if there are any other acts um, besides Gary Clark Jr. that you know, we might be interested in. So I pulled up the schedule for Red Rocks. Um, and Red Rocks is, I, I, I've seen pictures. It's, it was, it's in the mountains. It's like the, it was built inside of them. Like there's mountains on either side. It's, it is awesome. Like it's indescribable. Um, and so the acoustics, are phenomenal because of the way the mountains are around it. Yeah, so so it, it, it acts like a natural amphitheater. Correct. So I was like, well, let me see what it is. So I pulled up the schedule and I see Michael Franti. Um, and yes, you had previously said, let's go. And we didn't get to go. So now I see Michael Franti's on there. He's perfect one to go see. So I was like, oh gosh, when I tell him that this is on there, 
he's going to book the flights and we're going to be going on another trip. <laughs> Which is exactly what we did. And so Nicole can't say no. <laughs> no, she, yeah. she, she called this one. And um, so we planned the trip. And as we often do, we usually we plan to go somewhere for something. So we wanted to go to Denver to go see a concert at Red Rocks. And then, of course, we said, well, let's stay multiple days so that we can explore in the area somewhat. And so we booked the trip going in on Thursday night, uh, there Friday for the concert Friday night. And originally the plan was to stay the weekend and come home on Sunday. Um, unbeknownst to us when we booked the trip later on, it turns out that the, uh, um, Denver Nuggets basketball team would make the NBA finals and be hosting the finals in Denver the first week we were there. So that was a bit of a cluster downtown Denver because we were having to navigate all these basketball fans, but we went in and Thursday night we had a couple drinks out and then Friday and, and unbeknownst to us at the time we booked it um we were going to be coming in on june 1st we the first day of the trip's june 1st uh we did not know when we booked it but turns out i started a new job june 1st so (laughs) my first day on the job i had to say hey um i'm taking a few days off right as i start my new job yeah yeah so that was fun so we um so we went to Denver and we were where we'd been before. And it was, you know, the first night we got in, we did our thing Friday. We got up and we were trying to, we're trying to get some exercise in and Nicole likes to explore on the drive in from the airport. Oh, well, that's a story. Uh, one of the features of our podcast is what if we forget or who did we collect? Well, on a previous trip to, uh, Jamaica, we had met a nurse at the airport bar in Fort Lauderdale who had a male friend, friend, Middle Eastern male friend, who was an Uber driver in Denver that was in love with her. And when she found out somehow that we were going to Denver, because we spent so much time talking to Melissa from Iowa, she found out we were going to Denver. She gave us his name and number so he could pick us up at the airport and drive us to our hotel, which he did. On the way in, we realized that also on that weekend, Saturday, was going to be the English Premier League championship between Manchester City and Manchester United. And we drove past a place called the British Bulldog that had a sign out about it. And so we made plans that that would be our Saturday morning, even after the concert. So Thursday night was just a regular night out. Friday morning, we got up and we decided to take a three-mile walk through downtown Denver. We got to see Coors Field for the first time in spite of having been there three times before. We saw the British Bulldog was about a half a mile from our hotel. We went to the western side of downtown where we could see the basketball arena. Right, ball arena. Ball arena where the finals were happening right in the middle of our visit. And uh, so we had a... Uh, then we ended up down going down 16th Street. We ended on 16th Street Mall. So in Denver, there's this large like uh street the 16th street and it's like a pedestrian although there are there is some vehicle traffic but there's also a shuttle that'll take you back and forth down 16th street but there's all these bars and restaurants and stores all along the 16th street so that's like a major um 
feature of downtown Denver. Yeah. We, and we've, again, we've been there before. And so what I did recall was one of my favorite, one of the things I can't get anywhere in the world other than New York and New Jersey is good, good pizza. But one of my favorite pizza places in America, not in the East Coast, is in, believe it or not, downtown Denver on the 16th Street Mall, Brooklyn's Finest Pizza. So what, I, what Nicole posted on Facebook that morning was, how do you get a Jersey boy who was born in Brooklyn to agree to an exploration walk? You promised to end the walk with New York's New Jersey style, New York style pizza. Um, so we did that walk in the morning and I got my pizza, which still looks as good now as it was the day I ate it. Um, we got we went past Union Station. We went back to our hotel, and then we met up with Nicole's niece and her boyfriend, Christy, um, and Brad, her boyfriend. So we uh, met up with them to go. They were going to Red Rocks with us. Right. So if if when you go, I recommend going to Red Rocks. When you go, um, go ahead and opt for the shuttle. Because the shuttle will pick you up in downtown Denver near Union Station. And that's right off 16th Street Mall. So the shuttle will take you right up to the top of uh, Red Rocks. So the arena, I mean, the amphitheater is in, it's on a mountain. It's on a mountain. The parking, there are, par- there are several parking lots down successive areas of the mountain. So if you end up at the bottom, you have a very long walk up a mountain. And then once you get in the stadium, the amphitheater, you now have to walk all the way up to the top more than likely to find a seat. So I would recommend getting the shuttle because they will drop you right at the amphitheater door. You're still going to have to walk up a lot. And it is such an incline that at the very top of this amphitheater, they have a sign that says uh, there's a heart monitor so that you can test what your heart rate is after going up this super tall incline to get to your seat. So um, I highly, highly recommend the shuttle. Yeah. It'll save your life. It was absolutely (laughs) worth it for us to do the shuttle. And we met uh, Christy and Brad there and had a couple drinks and something to eat before we got on the shuttle. Um, the shuttle drivers were great. They figured out they know who's playing, and they played songs for that you would hear. Yeah, and they age, they even had like some of the uh, the videos of uh, Michael Franti on the the shuttle. So I mean, we're we're listening to Michael Franti. We're you know getting you know having fun singing his songs together, and you know becoming friends on this shuttle as we go up to you know the amphitheater. And what's really cool is at the top of the amphitheater, they have a museum for Red Rocks there. And so Nicole and Christy and Brad had probably heard enough of my story about how U2 had come onto the... Red Rocks came onto my radar through U2 in 83. And at some point... So the restrooms closest to us were at the top of the hill, and the museum was there. And we all went and looked in between the first act and the second act or something like that. And they've got posters and signatures and stories about all these bands that have been at Red Rocks through the years, which is how we found out that it was built as part of a public works project in the 40s during and after World War II. And there was a poster for U2's appearance 
at Red Rocks. And we were there on June 2nd um, for the concert. And U2's appearance uh, at Red Rocks, which led to an album that I thoroughly listened to and enjoyed in my teenage years, was also recorded that first week of June in 1983. I think it was two days off. So I was literally at Red Rocks, which was a bucket list item for me, thanks to U2, 40 years to the day, give or take a couple, of the concert that became the album that inspired me to want to go there in the first place. And that was that was a pretty emotional moment, too, to think, you know, I waited all my life to get there for one reason and found out I got there on a significant anniversary. And the concert was great. I mean... There's a lot of crazy talk when you're having Franti's a good time. Always a Michael lot of fun. Franti doesn't disappoint. He's positive. There was a there was an, a proposal accepted on stage during his concert. He came out into some there of the crowd. There was another one right in front of us. Another one right yeah. in front of us. In, in the you know the seating area. We were having such a good time that me and uh, me and Brad started looking on our phones like, all right, where can we go see him again? I, ironically, the next month he was going to be in Nashville, and we thought about going to Nashville, but we couldn't pull it off in July. So, uh, so that was the reason we were there. That was the purpose of the trip. The concert didn't disappoint. The location didn't disappoint. A thoroughly, thoroughly good time there. And you know, we got back to Denver now, and it's Friday night, and we said, all right, let's just go back to the room, and get some sleep, because we wanted to get up so that at 7 a.m. Denver time. We could go to that British pub to watch the Premier League final. And we absolutely did. We walked there. We got to watch the uh, Premier League final, have some English breakfast and English drinks in a very crowded British pub. And it really kind of boosted our um, motivations for next year's big 50th, anniversary, 50th birthday party trip of Nicole's when we go to England. So we had a really good time with that. Uh, went back to the room, uh, took a little nap, necessary nap, and then did we? Well, no. a couple of days before, we actually uh, met up with my friend Angela. Um, Angela Goodwin, I met in uh, 2012. Um, I was working at the Madison County DA's office, and we had asked the uh, Attorney General's office to come in and assist us on a case, um, it was a, a very complicated sexual assault of a child case. And she came and helped us. And Angela was one of the first people from outside of that small town who uh, recognized or made me feel like that, you know, I had something special as far as, you know, what I do now. Um, as far as in the legal field. So uh, she's extremely special to me. She uh, tried to get me, you know, to leave, you know, that town back then uh, to further my career as a paralegal. Uh, wasn't able to at that time, but, you know, I did eventually um, do so. And she was the first person to really to spark that for me. Um, and she was living in Denver at the time. So we actually met up with her. Um, we first were going to go to, um, the Denver milk, milk, 
Market, Milk Mart, Milk Mart, um, and it's a food court there. Uh, but most of the places were closed by the time we got there, so we ended up at another kind of food court place, the Union Station. Um, really, really cool. I I still really like that. Um, we've been there a couple of times, uh, but Union Station has several places and to eat and uh, bars and stuff. So, you know, I'd recommend that. It's also very beautiful. Yeah, so I forgot. So we got up early Saturday morning. We went to the British pub, had breakfast, and watched the uh, Premier League final. And then we went back to the hotel where we packed up our stuff and got in another Uber back to the airport because instead of staying till Sunday like was the original plan, we found an excuse to go to Salt Lake City, Utah. And we won't talk about why, nope. but... That's for another... That would be the... That would be a very crazy thing. So the very next day, after we only spent a couple of days in Denver we got to for Denver. a concert. We got to Denver Thursday we night. We then, rather than get on a plane to go back home, we got on a plane to go to Salt Lake City. And Nicole said, work, I need a few more days. <laughs> no, yeah. We flew to Salt Lake City on that Saturday. That was still in the weekend. Went to the concert Saturday night, got up Sunday morning, and came home. So... um. If you like music, if you like American history, if you like iconic venues, any of those or any combination of those, put Red Rocks on your list. Find a concert you think will be a positive, uplifting experience and get out there. All right. I don't think I could have said it any better. So let's just leave it at that. You guys, we'll see you all next time.